Hello. Thank you for joining us today for the Harvest Time Church weekly podcast. As you listen today, we pray that you are richly blessed and that the message would guide you deeper into your walk with Jesus and help you to advance his kingdom here on earth. Have a blessed day. Uh, I don't want to take up any more time, but I want to invite Marillo and Laura. Who's sharing first? All right, I'm going to invite Laura up and then Marillo's going to share a message with us. Um, so this is my sister-in-law, brother-in-law. Um, she was a missionary before she got married, and then uh, Marillo realized missionary life is a good life. So he, he cultivated into uh, being a missionary also, and um, it's just always an honor and a privilege to have you here in the church. You know, um, we pray one day if you guys come back that this is where you'll plug in and thrive in all of those things. But it's always a blessing when she comes home, when she's part of what we do. Uh, Marilla and Laura, we do support them monthly as a church. So just we always like you to know, hey, here's, it's Mission Sunday. Here's one of the missionaries we support. They're going to share kind of what they're doing, what they're involved in. Um, and can we just give them a round of applause, welcoming them? They also got a baby with them this time, which is super exciting. You know, if you haven't seen the baby, she's somewhere, but she's not here with them. But we love you guys. Can we just pray a blessing over you? And just we're going to just release you to minister in this house, however God sees fit. Pray that God speaks through you and just uses you to say what he wants you to say and not say what he doesn't want you to say, that you'd be free in this place. So, Lord, I thank you for all that you're doing. And, Father, that at specific times and specific moments, you use people to, to, to get our attention, that we might hear your voice, that we might draw nearer to you. So, Father, I pray that today that we would have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying through my brother and my sister. Lord, I thank you for what you're doing, and we expect a great encounter of your presence today. I pray you bless their ministry. I pray you bless their family. Father, that you'd enlarge their territory. Father, that you would just continue to stir all of the God dreams that are in their heart. Lord, I pray that uh, they would just be free in this place. Father, I pray against any fear, uncertainty, or feeling like maybe they don't have a voice to speak in this place. Father, I just set them in in this place. Father, with the same authority and freedom that I have to speak and give us ears to hear and hearts to receive the word of the Lord this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. And so before Marillo speaks, I just want to share with you guys a little bit of what our year looked like in, in Brazil and what God has been doing there. He did a lot this year. I don't know. Uh, I know that, you know, each year our church has a has a theme in Brazil. And this year, the theme of our church was uh, the the year of a full house. And for sure, for it's tr- it was true. Our, our house, personally, not just our spiritual house, but our house, physical house, was full every single weekend. Like through the week, it was full. <laughs> And so we just had a lot of, uh, we saw a lot of growth in our life and in our ministry and in the things that God has doing there. This year, um, I, I have a video that I want to share first, but before, before I share that, I want to I want to share with you guys that this year, Merle was stepped into the place as the youth leader, youth pastor in our church. And so I went, I went in alongside with him because, you know, we are together. We are one. And so I was stepped in with him. And so we just have seen a lot of growth and a lot of growth. Uh, um, God is just growing a lot in our youth. And so that's a lot of what I'm going to share with you guys today. But before we start, before I start sharing with you about all of that, I want to share with you guys a testimony. In June or August, we came back, I think it was August, we came back and Noe said, well, is there anything that you guys need? And I was like, we were like, well, actually we were wanting to do a raffle for our teenagers because we were going to be going to a, it was like, a, it's a conference, right? We're going to be going to a conference in another town and it was ex- an expensive conference. You know, it's an expensive trip because we were just, 
spend the night. And a lot of our teenagers, they don't have money. They come from families that have a, you know, have a little bit of a poor background. You know, they're not, they don't have as much as every, as other people. And so a lot of our teenagers, they weren't going to be able to go. And so we had an idea to have a raffle and to raffle off a hundred dollars, hundred dollars. Cause you know, in, in Brazil, it's like, if you say a hundred dollars, they're like, oh yeah, I want that. <laughs> and so we had an idea to raffle off three different hundred dollar bills to three different people three different people. And so uh, we told Noe about that. We said, you know, or Pastor Noe, we said, yeah, we, we do actually have something. We need $300 bills to raffle off. And so, and so you guys, Harvest Time donated that to us. And because of that, we were able to send, we were able to bring 25 youth, 25 youth to this, to this conference. And so I have a little, a short little video that they made for y'all saying, thank you. And just watching that video makes me want to cry because I remember how how strongly God touched their lives at this conference and how how they were marked. And even today, whenever I ask them, you know, like, well, what is God speaking to you? They go back to this co- this conference, to this uh, to this this yeah, this conference, this moment. And so God really used you guys in harvest time to touch their lives and to be able to bring them and for God to be able to speak to them in that moment. And so I want to, personally, we want to thank you guys for that and for your, your seed that you sowed into their lives. And so I also, we also have a couple of videos or a couple of pictures. The next picture is of our, of our youth, our youth group. We had a lock-in. Lock-ins are really different in Brazil, y'all. Whenever we told them about a lock-in, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go. This is so cool. This is so American. (laughs) People are like, super excited about it. And so we had a lock-in with, we were expecting 40, maybe 40 youth, maybe. And we ended up having 85 youth sign up and come. And so we were like, oh my gosh, what is going to happen? But it ended up being really great. And it was kind of like the launching pad of the youth coming back to life this year. Oh, and, and so, and also we were doing this because our youth is called Hajikai's Next. Uh, Radical Next is how you translate it. And so the, they do the, we do the X for next, you know. <laughs> and so that, you'll see lots of pictures with the X. And so also the next picture, um, God has also really been growing the youth and in, in the leaders. And this, the beginning of this year, Merlo has also always been a disciple in the, in the youth. But, he, you know, this year we we're really praying for leaders, to bring, God bring us leaders, to, have, to open more cell groups because we're church of cell groups, of like home groups. And so we were praying and asking God to bring us more leaders, youth leaders, to open up youth cell groups. And so this year, God brought Marillo, all of these, these, these guys, they all graduated their spiritual training classes at the school, and they're all, they all have their own cell group now. And so we're really excited to share that with you guys, that God is, is raising up people. And these, like, like the second boy, he's 14 years old. 14, almost 15 years old, and he leads his own home group, his own cell group. And so God is training and raising up people who are, who are called, and he's bringing them into their calling. And so we're really excited about that. And the next picture, it's a picture of my girls that God has brought to me this year. In the beginning of this year, I was praying, and, and um, as you guys know, and uh, as if you know, remember us from before, God had brought us to, to do ministry in the Philippines through online and through, you know, video, uh, like online meetings. We had been training and doing ministry in the Philippines and, and training leaders there to do children's, children's ministry. And so in the beginning of this year, I was really praying about it. And I was like, okay, God, I feel like the ministry there in the Philippines, like they're, they're good. They don't need as much of my attention. I want to grow up leaders here in Brazil. I want to grow up leaders in Brazil. Will you give me leaders here in Brazil? Will you give me girls to train and to disciple here in Brazil? And God answered my prayer <laughs> because he brought me these girls and plus 
three more that aren't even in this picture. These girls, they, gra- they graduated from a spiritual training class that we do at our, at our church. It's a year long. And so they, they, were, gra- they were graduating this day. And so then, so God really answered my prayers. He, he brought us these, these girls and then two other, one who had already graduated and two other who haven't started yet, but they're going to start this year because they're, they're leaders also. And so they're going to do their class and they're going to graduate. Amen. <laughs> And so God really answered the, that prayer and he's growing the, lead, the, the girls and he's bringing girls for me to disciple and I'm really happy for that. And so the next picture, we also, we also uh, baptize a lot of the girls. This is one of the girls that's gonna, she's gonna do her spiritual training next year and we're really excited for that. We saw a lot of people being baptized this year and so we're excited about that. Next picture. Oh, and then also in the beginning of the year, I don't know if you remember we shared with you guys about something called antivirus, where we go into the schools and we share Christian morals, Christian biblical principles without saying Jesus, without saying God, without quoting the scripture, without like quoting where the scripture is, you know what I mean? And so we have seen a lot of fruit in that this year. It's, huh? Yeah, because, because you know, like here, it's legal to, to talk about Jesus and to talk about Christ and to talk about Christianity in the schools. And so God gave us this, this curriculum and this strategy to go in using this thing called antivirus. And so we're going into five different classes in three different schools. And we've seen a lot of fruit from that. We, uh, we've seen a couple, of, like some of them have gone to an, what we call an encounter with God at our church without us even knowing about it. We've seen them come to an encounter with God. It's like a weekend away where they, you know, where they have, we have words and we have like all these different things for them to encounter God. And so we actually saw a couple of them at the encounter of God without us even knowing that they were coming, without even knowing that we had a connection with them for them to come to the encounter with God. And so that was really cool. And then we've also seen, you can go to the next picture. We've also seen a couple of youth from this church, I mean, from this school, They've started to go to church with a girl from their from their school. Their school. It's not our church, but that's okay because it doesn't matter where they go to church. All that matters is that they're encountering God and that they're meeting God, right? And so we've been able to see them the the things that we're planting in them, the fruits that we're planting in them, without them even knowing. We're seeing it take fruit. That God is moving in there in that. Oh, and so. There's one te- one quick testimony about that. There's a guy in this. It was in this school right here. We're doing like a like a little game right here. There's a, there was a guy in this school that at the beginning of the year, it was the beginning of this year, and he was still always wearing a mask. He wouldn't eat with anybody. He wouldn't. He didn't have any friends. He wore a mask. He wore a hoodie. He and he they thought that he was planning to attack the school in the beginning of this year. There was like a day that in Brazil that like all of the teenagers had like this thing like this day we're all going to attack our school you know and so they he was like he was planning to attack the school on that day and so we started to do antivirus and Rulo noticed him and he began to pray about pray for him you know alone separate and he began to pray for him and we began to see a change in his life he started he started like like wearing his mask a little bit lower and then a little bit lower and then a little bit lower and then he didn't even wear a mask anymore and he used to only eat in the like in the teacher's lounge kind of like that. He would eat in the teacher's lounge. He wouldn't eat with the people, with the kids, right? With the other students. And so then he eventually like stopped wearing a hoodie. He changed his clothes. He started to like eat with the other students. He started to have friends. And so we really saw God and like even the school, they were like, man, like, like what you're teaching them is really changing them because this guy before he was really crazy. He was going to attack the school and now he's not planning to attack the school anymore. And oh, they didn't know that he was planning. 
we didn't, yeah, we didn't know that he was planning to attack the school until afterwards, you know, but, uh, and so it's just been really cool to see God moving and changing through antivirus and through all of that. If you can go to the next. Oh, and then also we meet with the teachers in antivirus. We meet with the teachers of the classes that we do the lessons to. And so this, and so at this school, we've been sharing, we've been meeting with just these two teachers, but the director of the school at the end of the year, she asked us, she's like, is there a way for you to meet with all of the teachers in the school? Because what you guys are teaching, like this antivirus is really good. It's really good. We're like, I don't know all the teachers. I don't know if we can do that, but we could add a couple more teachers. Right. (laughs) And so we're just really, we're, I don't know what picture is next. Do I have another picture? Is that it? I think that's it. Okay, and so we're just really excited. We just want to share with you guys the fruit of the things that you guys are sowing into, not to bring glory to us, not to bring glory to what we're doing, but to bring glory to God and to show you guys that there is fruit in what you're sowing into. There is fruit in what you're sowing into in Brazil and that God is moving and God is changing and God is raising up a new generation. Amen. 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 Good morning, y'all. My y'all is good or not? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have been practicing my y'all all the time. I come here and say y'all, y'all, until I take the way, you know. I also bought a new jeans shirt for being more like Texans, you know. <laughs> I bought this shirt. Laura told me, you really looks like my dad. So, okay, I'm in the right way. <laughs> I'm really excited to be here. I always, when I come to Harvest Time, I feel so atmosphere of joy. They told me if the most beautiful people of Texas is in this church. Is that true or not? I think it's true because my wife is from here, so it's true. <laughs> and we are in the last day of the year of 2023. And many of you maybe is feeling like, oh, thank God this year is finished. Thank God uh, I'm, I'm ready for the next year, you know. And many people, I don't know if you know that, but every year you can finish the, your year like a, run, uh, a runner in a race. Or feeling really joy, really happy because you got a trophy of that race. Or feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm tired to run. I'm tired, I'm defeated. But I have to tell you something. The joy comes in the morning, man. The joy comes in the morning. I don't know how you're feeling today, but I really have a word of God for y'all. I, I plan to, tell, to share about the name of God. Is how I really plan, but God told me, no. We need to talk about something else. It's for this church. It's a, God has a message for this church. But before we started... I want, I want to do something. Me and Laura was in a conference in December. I saw a pastor from Africa. He did something so cool, and I want to do here also. He, he told, like, in his church, he has a really big church. And when they're going to say amen, they do like this. They catch something in, invisible to them, you know. So they say, like, amen, and they catch for them, you know. And then I, w- I want to do this today, okay. If I say something cool you, and you really receive that, I want you to do this. Can you do this right now? Amen. But, but you need to say amen really loud with enthusiasm. Do you know what it means? Enthusiasm means like God lives in me and doing. Okay? So I say like, God bless you. What are you going to do? Amen. Okay. But it needs to be more loud because I need, I, need, I need a favor. The entire family of my wife is right here in the first line. 
there, there are speakers here, you know, there's a little pressure. So I want you to help me say amen really loud, clap sometimes, just for they think like, oh, my daughter really got married, the right guy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and the final of the, the speak, you can come to them, it's like, yeah, Murilo is a really good speaker. So say that to them, but if I'm Murilo, but the message is not so great. Prophesize, you know, say so like, it was good, it was good. Let they, let they think it was good, amen? <laughs> help me, please. Can you, say for, can you say for a brother beside you, help Murilo today. Help him today. Say amen. Okay. Okay. In Brazil also, we, every time someone comes to the stage to speak, I can't start a speak if I do this. They say grace and peace and everybody in the stage, uh, in, the, in the church needs to scream. Amen. It's how they start there. I don't know why. It's how it is, you know. The pastors came saying, grace and peace, church. And everybody say, amen. And it's really cool, okay? We're going to do this right now. But catching, okay? Ready? Ready? Read loud, okay? One, two, three. Grace and peace. Okay, now I can start my word. I'm so happy to be here. I'm really happy for real. And I really have a, a, a word from God for y'all. And I do believe it's a prophetic word. I was praying for y'all. Y'all really bless us this year, bless all the time. And I was saying, God, I really want to bless this church. I really want to have, a, have a, a word of God for this church. And I was praying. And God, he gave him a title. I didn't share. It's not in your newspaper. Because you saw the title somewhere right here. The title of this message you saw somewhere, even if it's not in your newspaper. The title of this message is the name of your church, Harvest Time. That is the title of this message. Because harvest is so important for us. Everybody, you know, I'm, I'm talking here for farmers, you know, we're in Texas. Y'all know how it's important to uh, have a harvest. You plant a seed, you plant it in a good soil, and you need to have a harvest. You need to see the harvest. It's so important. It's so important. Who is the farmer who plants the seed is not expecting a harvest? That is, that is, really, that is really crazy. And God has a harvest for you. God has a harvest in every area of your life. Your ministry life, you have in your financial life, in your family life. In every area of your life, God has a harvest. But maybe you're, you're finishing this year feeling like, I didn't see my harvest. I didn't see any good fruits, what I have been planting. If you go in Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 to 9, I'm going to read. Sorry, I hope you open your Bible, but my, not, it's not going to be so... Correctly, my grammar is not going to be so right, okay? Galatians chapter 6, verse, uh, verse 7 to 9 say, Do not be deceived, God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Amen? So God has a, a harvest for you, Amen? Catch the, the blessing. God has a harvest for you. Amen? Yes. Okay. So you need, to, you need to receive. You need to receive. Amen? So God has a harvest for you. This is so important. But maybe you're feeling like you're not seeing the results of your work. You have been planting. You don't see like your family going the right way. Has fights, fights in, in your house. Your house is supposed to be a, a home of peace. You, can, you go to work. Your salary doesn't grow. It's something wrong happening. And I'm telling you. God is not happy with that too. Because if I'm a father, I'm a, I'm, I'm a man, and I feel so happy, so glad to see my daughter receiving gifts, to see my daughter give her first steps, God also, he feels joy, he feels happy when he see you receiving the harvest for you. But I, I want to talk something for you. Maybe 
you don't understand why you're not receiving the harvest. Maybe you think like, Murilo, I don't know. I have been planting. I have been coming to church. I have been uh, praying. I have been doing the right thing. I have been living. I came here every Sunday. Listen, Pastor, no. I have a heart of faith, but I'm not seeing the harvest. And I'm going to tell you why. Maybe because you have been robbed. Someone is stealing this harvest from you. And the Bible, you can see, has a, a demon. He come to catch what belongs to you. If you go in Judge chapter 6, verse 1 to 6, say like this. The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. And for seven years, he gave them into the hands of Midianites. Because the power of Midian was so oppressive, the Israelites prepared shelters for themselves in mountain clefts, caves, and, tr and strongholds. Whenever the Israelites planted the crops, the Midianites, Amalekites, and other eastern peoples invade the country. They camped on the land and ruined the crops all the way to Gaza and did not spare a living thing for Israel. Neither sheep, nor, nor, nor cattle, nor donkeys. They came up with their livestock and their tents like swarms of locusts. It was impossible to count them off their camels. They invaded, invaded the land for ra ravage, ravage. Midian was so in, impoverished, the Israelites, that they cried out to the Lord for help. So who is these people? Who is the, the Midianites? You see in the, in the word of God, there were people, he lives in the desert. They still today, they still live in, in Egypt today. It's a crowd of people. There are many people. They're like, they don't stay in one place. They like be walking and living on nomads, nomadites. Nomads, yeah, this word. <laughs> they live like that. And these people, they, they also, uh, they place the, the camp close to the Israel people. Why? Because they're expecting in the harvest time, we're going to attack them and take oh, what belongs to them for us. So they wait for Israel, plant the seeds, do all the work. And the time for harvest, they go attack and take what is them. This is these people. They, they, in, today, if you go there right now, I have a pastor who went there. He's a friend of mine. He told me he went, he went there to Egypt, and they, they tried to change, uh, trade his wife for a camel. Like, oh, I like your wife. Do you want, do you want my camel? I won't trade with you. <laughs> That's really weird. They're, they're really there right now. And then what is the example for uh, my, my harvest being stealing? For example... You invest in your time with your family, in your son. It's time for him to grow. He goes to church. And all of a sudden, I don't want to go to church anymore. Uh, or maybe something like you're working. You, you, you finally bought a new car, the car of your dreams. And all of a sudden, your car uh, crash in a wreck. Something like that happened. Or, or something like you're going, doing good. You finally, your health is doing really good. But all of a sudden, you got another sickness. Something new. And then, do you know what these people did? They cry out to the Lord. They say, God, help me. Help me. And then, you know, you know, the Midianites, they are really, they come and try to steal your harvest. It's something that you're doing. It's something that belongs to you. Many people, they, they don't care about the harvest. But I'm telling you, you should really care about what God has for you. Because the plans that God has for you is plans of good, not bad. God has really a good harvest for you. So many people, they, they, feel, they feel like in, in a fear. A life of fear. I don't know what to do. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know how it's going to be my future. It's time for you to cry out to the Lord and say, God, I want what belongs to me. I want what belongs to me. Many people today, if, if you go like in, in Judge chapter 6 verse 11, you're going to see how they're living. The angel of the Lord came, set, came and sat down under the oak in Oprah that belonged to Josh in Abia's right. This word, I don't know how to read. Where his son Gideon was 
threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from Midianites. So what he's doing here, he's working in a wine press. I don't know if you know that, but wine in the Bible is a symbol of joy. But he's, 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 he's threshing wheat in a wine press. There's no wine there. There's no joy there. Maybe you finish 2003 like that. There's no joy. There's no joy. I don't feel joy. And also, he's uh, working to keep it from being the Midianites. What is, kind, what is this kind of life? Like you, you save money in the bank because uh, maybe something bad will happen in the future. Maybe I'm not, I'm not, I'm not virus will show up. I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't go in, in a trip, uh, in, in an airplane. Maybe the airplane will fail. You know, you, 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 you live your life like that. Say, uh, live your life, ask to the fear what you have to do. Hey, fear, can I go on a trip with my family? No, you're going to lose money. Hey, fear, can I go, can I go to uh, uh, buy, buy a new car? I have the money, I'm saving for that. No, it's better you, you live the life like you are. You know, I'm, I'm telling you something for you. Fear is not part of your life, amen? It's not part of your life. Because so many of, of, of us live a life like Gideon. If you, if you go in the story, I don't, have, I don't have so much time. But say the angel of the Lord came to Gideon and said like, Hey, mighty warrior, I have a word of, of God for you. You know what Gideon say? I'm the worst of my family. And my family is the worst of, of, of all the Israel. I'm the worst. I'm telling you. So many of y'all, of y'all is feeling like, oh, I'm just, I'm just the worst of my church. I'm worst of my family. But today God is calling you mighty warrior. God is calling you mighty hero. You need to stand up what God is telling you to do. So many people listen what the news say about you. But I'm here to challenge you. Listen what God tell who you are. You are loved. You are chosen for great things. Amen. Amen. It's really, it's really quiet. You need to say more amen. See, Don, Don is more like, mm, not a good guy. <laughs> but, but I have to tell you something. You, you need to stand up in faith and say like, I will fight for my family. I really like what Pastor Don always say, like we are peacemakers. What is a peacemaker? Is the one who fights for the peace. You know, is the one who fights for the peace in your house. You know, so many, so many of people, they, they, they let another voices speak in your life. I see this in Brazil all the time. As some children come from school with another wrong ideas. For the teacher, the teachers telling to the family, ah, my teachers told me that God is not real. My, my teachers told me that, that God is just a, a, Jesus is just a guy who lived a long time ago. And you know what happened? The fathers, the moms, they got quiet. Yeah, yeah, that's got quiet. I'm telling you something. If you don't speak, the snake will. If you see in the word of God, uh, the Eve was in the, in, the garden, in the garden. The snake came and started to talk with his wife, Adam's wife. What, what Adam was doing? What are you doing? For me, I think he was just watching. I know it's okay. It's just a snake talking for my wife. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you need to stand up in faith like, no. No, shut up, devil. It's time for, for, for me to have a voice in my, my house. For, I'm, I'm telling you, my children, Jesus was real. He did miracles in my life. I'm telling you, he is real. But God, my teachers told me that he, had, he has a, a diploma. He's really smart. He believed that the monkeys, uh, the monkeys, is, the humans come from the monkeys. This is not smart at all. Amen. <laughs> so you need to stand up and say the, war, the right word. You need to fight for your family. You need to fight for your blessings. Because the Midianites, they come to steal your blessing. You know, good farmers, they always fight for the land. You know, last year I was with Dom, and then you came to hunt and kill some 
pigs and the farm was really cool. You know, one of the best experiences I have here in Texas. And you know, you know, I, I asked, well, why do we have to kill this this many of of pigs here in the land? They told because it's the the time of of planting is coming. So these pigs is always destroying the 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 the, the, the plantation, the farm. You need you need to kill them. You know, this this the spirit is the same way. They came to destroy your plantation. And you say like, oh, it's okay. It's okay, be, be the way that they are. It's okay, it's okay my life be like this. Hey, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's time for you to say like, I want you in 2024. I want my harvest. I want what is back mine. I want what belongs to me. I want what belongs to me, amen. You know, so many, so, so many people, I, I can see this in Brazil a lot. They have scare of the devil. They're so scared of the devil. But the word of God says that the, 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 the door of the hell will not prevail against the church. What does this mean? So many people feel like I'm in the house and the devil is knocking the door trying to enter. But the Bible says the opposite thing. Who is inside of the home is scary. It's the devil. We are knocking the door and say, devil, I want back what is mine. I want back what belongs to me for my family. I want my health back. I want, I want my, 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 the restoration of my family back. It's time for that. Because 2024 can be better if you believe it. If you believe it. Because the, the really Christians, they have a step in faith. 2023 could be a really bad year. But I believe 2024 will be a really great year of a harvest time. Amen. It will be a time for harvest. I'm going to see the results of my work. Amen. 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 Can be more loud. Come on, say amen. Yeah. Did you see that, Don? <laughs> okay. And then I, I really believe God has something amazing for y'all. Really believe. It's time for the, you see the results of your work. It's time for you to see the harvest of your work. What do you believe for? You know, I, I, one day I, I told to myself, enough. Enough to live the life like that. You know, enough for the devil to play games in my mind. One time I'm, I'm full of joy and then I'm full of sadness. I'm, as, in the same day I'm so like, oh, the, the life is good, the life is good. And all of a sudden, oh my gosh, this is the worst day of my life. You know, I'm tired of that. It's time to say, devil... Who has voice in my home, in my mind, is the Lord of the Lords. Amen. Amen. And I was really praying and for, for y'all. And God gave me a really strong message also. A prophetic message for 2024. Because if you see the, how the story ends. Gideon, he prepared the army. It was 300 people. I think you know the story. And he destroyed this Midianite because he stand up and believed it. Amen. And you're going to destroy all the enemies in the name of Jesus. Amen. But also something really important about harvest is about the rain. It's really, this is really important. Because after someone steals all the harvest, what it, what is the, how it looks like the land? looks like a desert. What is a desert? Desert is a time where you feel like it's dry. You feel like it's, nothing is working. You feel like it's everything so, so bad, so dry. You, you don't see results. This is a desert. You know, how we see in, in the Bible. You, you plant, you, you, you try, but you don't see it's working, you know. But God told me, a good farmer, he takes care of the land, but also he asks for the rain. What does this mean? If you go in Psalms chapter 126, verse 4 to 6, say like this. Restore our fortunes, Lord, like the streams in the Negev. Those who sow with tears will reap with, with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seeds to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. So what is the streams in the Negev? In, the, in, in Israel, they have just two times 
of rains in, in Israel. It's one of October, and on, another one is more in March, April, the, the March and April. That is the, sec, the, second, the second rain they call. And when rains, what happened? Rains in the north of Israel, and the rains is so strong that they, they became, I don't know if, uh, if, you, if you all saw, I saw, when I went to Israel, I saw that. They make a river in the desert because of the rain that is in the north, more in the mountains, and that is the Negev Desert. And that river is so strong, it's so strong, I saw that happen. They became, the cars that is in the, in the roads, the river catch the cars, it's, it's really strong. And also, the desert start to have a, a life. The animals come close, it start to have like life, forests, plantations, a lot of things because the river is, is, is coming. No? And then David here, he said like, restore our fortunes, like streams in the Negev. And then, and then like I say, if you look in the, in, in the Bible, and also this is geography, you see they have two kinds of rains, two kinds of rains. And the Deuteronomes, did I say right, Deuteronomes? Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy. <laughs> Can you put for us Deuteronomy 11, chapter 11, verse 14? I will read it for here. Then I will give you the rain for your land in, in its season, the early rain and the latter rain, that you may gather in your, in your grain, your new wine and in, in your, your oil. So what is this? The early rain is more in October. What what is what is this rain is for? Is a is a rain that they put a seed and the the rain comes and the, the seeds start to create roots. You know that is the, the the rain for this. But the latter rain that is in March and April in Israel is the rain of the harvest. Is when they start to cry out, say, God, we want you. We want this rain. We want the rain because uh, we need to see the fruits, the results. You know, maybe you're feeling like this. Maybe you feel like you passed from a really huge storm. A storm, really bad, really bad. But I'm telling you something from God. The latter rain is coming. What is the latter rain? It's the rain of the harvest. It's when you see the results, the manifestation of the blessings. That is the latter rain. And if you look in the word of God, can, can I have someone to play here, a guitar? Someone? Uh, can, you can come. Uh, if you look in the word of God, the, the latter rain is, somewhat, is something really important. And this, this is really spiritual. I'm, ta I'm talking with you here, something really spiritual. So the latter rain is when you see the, the, it's for the harvest. And if you're in Zechariah, Zechariah chapter 10, verse 1, say like this. Ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. So the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to everyone the grass in the field. So what this means? You need to cry out for the latter rain. This is the rain. I'm talking about it's spiritual. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a, 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 a rain for real. You need to cry and ask God, I want the rain in my life. I want the rain. I want, I want to see the manifestation, what you have for me. So many of y'all is like, okay, God, maybe my life is, is doing the way that it is. No, you need to stand up in faith and say, God. I want this latter rain in my life. I want to see the manifestation of the blessings in my life. Enough to live a, a life of weakness, of sickness in my life. I, I'm, I'm tired of that. You, you are the father. You need to say, my family, you serve the Lord. My family, you see the miracles in our lives. You need to say, God, God, I need your help. And you need to cry out to the Lord. Say, God, I need to see the manifestation what you have for me. God has something amazing for y'all. God has God, God have dreams about you. 
I do believe in my heart. I was praying for y'all. Old dreams is gonna come true. So many of y'all is already stopped your dreams. I'm not dreaming anymore, Muriel. I'm not dreaming. Look at the way that is my life. You know, the disciple was really sad because in three days was three days that his Jesus was dead. But in the third day, he came back alive. I'm telling you something. Many dreams is coming back alive in your life. Amen. I really, I really feel in my heart. 2024 is going to be a year of harvest. Pay attention to what I'm saying. You already planted a seed a long time ago. What is that? You did a good thing for someone. You believe in, in the right time and nothing happened. 2024, God will open the right doors. Believe in me. I'm, I'm really feeling a prophetic word saying to you right now. This church will see a really good harvest. A really good harvest. You know, it's time for you to say like, God, I want to see this harvest. I want to see this harvest. I have been planting with, with my cries. I have been planting with my tears for a really long time. But it's time for the joy. It's time for the joy. It's time for you dance again. I feel like someone, I don't know if this is from someone here. You, you didn't dance anymore. You, you stopped to sing. You stopped to sing. You feel like your, your life is, is, is a desert. It's dry. But until today. Because the latter rain is coming. The latter rain is coming. And this rain doesn't bring destruction. This rain brings the manifestation of your, of your praise. Amen. The manifestation what you're asking for the Lord. But the Bible says you need to cry out, you need to ask for the, for the latter rain in the times of latter rain. It's time for the latter rain. Amen. It's time for that. It's time for you to say, God, I want this rain in my life. I know maybe the first rain was really bad. It was really hard. But 2023 was a really long year. But 2024 is going to be the year where you're going to see the harvest in your life. Amen. It's going to be the year where you see the fruits in your hands. It's time for that. You know, it's time. It's time. But if, if you just be like, oh, okay, amen, okay. It's going to be the same thing. You need to stand up in faith say like, I'm going to see the blessing in my life. I'm going to see because God has this for me. You need to have a step, step of faith. I don't know how many of y'all just came to church like just a normal day. Sunday is not a normal day. It's not. It's a day that you see the Lord. It's a day that God is here in this place. And I never saw someone who see the Lord and, and, keep, and keep being the same person. Jesus Christ in this place. The same Jesus who did the miracles a long time ago is in this place. What is the miracle that you're looking for? Maybe a restoration of your, of your marriage? Maybe the, the, your health? I don't know what you're looking for. But I know someone who can give the harvest that you're looking for. Amen. We're going to ask for the rain right now. I want you to stand up in faith right now. I don't want, I don't want that you just, you just sing the song like a normal song. No, this is your pray. We're finished this year. Okay, I don't know how was your year, but I know how will be my year 2024. You'll be a year of harvest. I'm gonna see the fruits in my family, a fruits in my work, a fruits in my church. I'm gonna see this. God, I want this rain. Make rain where is the desert. God, restore our lives. Restore right now in the name of Jesus. If you want this rain, start saying, God, I want the latter rain. I want this in my life. It's time for that. In the name of Jesus. Oh, I can see God restoring dreams. Some people here, you stop to dream. You stop to dream, have dream goals. It's time. It's time for your dream again. Oh, Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit. 
and it just shows up. But God says, go back to the place that you have planted. You looked previously and you didn't see anything. But there's something about doing the same thing again when God puts his hand of blessing on something where something that wasn't there begins to be there. So go back to that place of planning and see what God is doing. Amen. Amen. So I want this right now. I want you to close your eyes. Everybody close your eyes. I want you to remember, remember, remember what Pastor Noe said right now. Remember, just remember. Oh God, just remember these old seeds. Maybe feel like it's too dry. The seeds never grow. You don't know what is happening inside of the land. It's creating roots, but it's come out right now. We're gonna cry, we're gonna sing this one more time. Let it rain, let it rain in the old dreams. Old seeds, 2024, you'll be the best year of this church in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You need to sing this, you need to believe it. Can be louder, can be louder, it's for you. thank you that uh, Father you send the rain and Father we get to experience the harvest side of it so Father I thank you for all that you're doing in and through our lives and you know I think there's a lot of faith involved in preparing for a harvest some of you may walk into the field with just your bare hands and you might be able to gather a good bit but you won't be able to gather a lot some of you may enter into the field with a basket and you can definitely put more in a basket than you can in your hands but I think what God is wanting to do this this year and, and we see it all through his scripture the the return is based on the level of faith. It's like saying, men of the church, go get your tractors, go get your trailers, because we're gonna go get this harvest, because it's gonna be plentiful. According to your faith, what type of harvest are you expecting? You know, as a pastor, man, I plant seeds, and I plant seeds, and I plant seeds, and as much as that word is for you, I believe that word is for me. All of the seeds scattered because it's like, what good is seed on top of seed if none of the seed's growing, right? But that everywhere we have scattered, that it may come forth to life. But let's not leave 
the, the harvest in the field. You know, let's go and let's reap that harvest. Let's bring it in. Because how many of you know it's a blessing when it finally gets to the storage barn? You know, salvation is really good only when you make it into heaven's gates, right? So in all of those things, let us go and let us prepare and let us expect a harvest. But I think it's in proportion this morning to your level of faith. I just think this moment, it's not, I don't think it, I don't think it. The Spirit says that this moment is just God's patience. This is God's patience for, the, for you. This talking, this waiting, it wasn't dignified when David danced naked. It wasn't dignified. Elijah probably felt like an idiot whenever he was commanded to speak to dry bones and watch them become an army. In this moment, if you wanna enter into it, if you want that door to open up and come down, you're gonna have to get a little undignified, okay? Because it doesn't matter what people think of you. And the Lord wants you to just step out of that pride, guys. It's pride, brothers and sisters. Can we just lay it down? So I wanna invite you, we are gonna dismiss, I promise you, Churchill end, but it's not gonna be just yet. Let's sing this a couple more times with all that we are, with all that you have to give him to open these doors. God, thank you for your patience. Thank you that you want to rain down on us. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your reign of blessing. 
Father, we thank you for all of the things, all of the promises, all of the hope that we can have in you. I want to encourage you as you as you leave this place that you leave with expectation. That you leave ready to bring in the harvest of promise. Because I think each of us have a harvest that's ever before us. You know, the Bible says it's not, it's not, you know, it says that the field is white with harvest. There's plenty of work to do, but it says the problem is with the workers. It says the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Now I want you to personally make a commitment and I believe this is what God is going to do this next year that each and every single one of us may our baskets be full of that harvest how many of you know sometimes it takes work to bring in the harvest but this is what we've waited for this is what we've prayed for this is what we've asked for this is the fun part this is when the day arrives the, the time of harvest so I just want to encourage each of you as you go from this place, according to your faith, first and foremost, go back to where you planted, take a basket according to your faith, and then begin to bring in that which God has promised. You know, the cool thing is that that harvest is different for each of us. It's different for each of us, but yet the promise for all of us is the same that we may live lives of an abundant blessing where it doesn't just bless us, where it doesn't just fill us, but it, it's a blessing to those around us. How many of you this morning will receive that? And you're going to do something with that. So, Father, you see our hands of faith. Father, as we go from this place, Father, we ask that you'd go with us. Father, we don't have to wait till the first we can receive, begin to receive right now all of those things. And Father, I pray that this would just be a season, this would be a moment, this would be a time of just an outpouring of an abundance of harvest. And Lord, we thank you for your goodness. And Father, we count it an honor and a privilege to be your sons and daughters. In Jesus' name we pray. Now I'm gonna dismiss you, but we'll leave the altar open if you just wanna stay and God is still doing something, he's still revealing something. I want you to stay there just for a moment. But go do something with this message. Go out and bring in the harvest that God has promised you. We love you. Be blessed. You guys have a good new year. And we'll see you next weekend. Be blessed. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've been encouraged and empowered. If you'd like to know more about our family, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash HTC Bay City or find us on the web at harvesttimebaycity.com.